Hey guys, welcome to the number 196 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Uh, I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Today we are going to be, I'm going to be predicting, or at least talking about what I think the progression will be like from Corey Kispert going into his second year, Denny Avdia going into his third year, Rui Hachimura going into his fourth year. I kind of consider them the big three, right? Consecutive drafts, the Wizards have tried to build a really good forward core, and they drafted these three forwards, and um, I, I just kind of want to break them down. I uh, hope you guys do it this episode. If you do subscribe, follow, share, view. And let's get into this. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn. So yes, I know guys, it has been a while, but I think it's time we break them down. I do want to let you know though, before we really do get this episode started, there's going to be so much content coming on a Wiz Talk with Chase. We have this, I have an episode coming out in a few days as well about a whole team breakdown, top players on the team like we did last year. Um, you know, we're going to be doing that. Then we're going to be doing a 25th, 25th year of the Wizards anniversary thing. Then on the 19th, of course, we'll do the preview um, for the Wizards Pacers game, their opening night game in Indiana. And then, of course, on, on the 17th, we are going to be doing Wizards season predictions but with that out of the way let's uh, get into this again um and um i think we got to start off with cory kispert here cory kispert out four to six weeks probably return sometime in november not the best not the best to see a guy uh like kispert go down you know he really you know last year you know okay in his rookie year eight points two rebounds and assist 45% 45% field goal shooting, 35% from three. Overall, I do think his number one thing that he did improve on was being able to create his own shot. But now his injury is really going to hurt that because I I think he was going to really have a really good breakout year because before the All-Star break last year, he averaged seven points, two and a half rebounds, one assist on 32% three-point shooting. After the All-Star break, 11 and a half points, three rebounds, near, uh, two, nearly two assists, 49% field goal shooting, 38% from three. He and he was being able to create his own shot more, playing like a really good player. It was really rare to see Corey Kispert towards the end of the year not get double digit points. And I think knowing that, we saw honestly what he could do. Now, defensively, the entire season was terrible defensively for him. It, it was not good for him defensively, and that's something he will have to improve on. But I think that I know some people could probably get scared that Kispert's development is going to sky. It took a really big down step um because of this injury and i actually disagree with that because number one um ankle injuries usually don't hurt good shooter shooting ability like the guy like steph curry he dealt with injuries ankle injuries at the beginning of his career yet he was still one of the most prolific shooters in the league now i'm not saying he's steph curry or anywhere near that especially at shooting the ball but i think all that i am trying to say here is that 
like it's not going to affect a player's shooting form. Like for a guy like Giannis, an ankle injury would really bother him. He's not that guy that will spot up from three and shoot it. I mean, maybe he will, but he's a guy he's going to drive in the basket. Like a guy like that would really, a guy who could drive in the paint like that wouldn't, an ankle injury would really bother them. But for him, his shooting won't get worse, right? I think he's still going to be fine there. My concern is the defensive side of the ball. Because one, I was afraid if he would progress on the defensive side of the ball, period, injury or not, this upcoming season. Because we saw him in college, a very good perimeter defender. This season has not been that great defense. I mean, last season has not been that great defensively. In the NBA, he has been really not that good defensively. He has really struggled defensively. But yeah, I was thinking, you know, maybe he'll bounce back this year. But the ankle injury, especially for a guy like him, it's not like he's this post defender who's mostly in the paint, you know, getting blocks and stuff like that. He's got to really be that perimeter defender. And, you know, every, he's compared to Klay Thompson. I don't think he'll ever reach a Klay Thompson level. Now, I mean, of course, Klay Thompson's going to make the Hall of Fame. One, because he's talented, but two, because he has four championships. He's been one of the key pieces on there. But even talent-wise, even if he's not multiple-time champion like Klay Thompson, I don't think he'll ever reach that skill level. That's Klay Thompson, even though he has a similar play style. However, I do think he could be a long-time veteran in this league, but veteran in this league, but he's got to play defense. And in your rookie contract, like, you can – make money for just shooting the ball. Trust me. Davis Bertans made $80 million doing it. Duncan Robinson, what, made $90 million doing it on these contracts. You can do it shooting the ball. But if he really wants to have a consistent role in this league, he's going to have to be a good defender. And I'm afraid this is going to really hurt his perimeter defense. I mean, Steph Curry has not been a really good – he's gotten better throughout his career, but he hasn't really been exactly, you know – very, you know, efficient, you know, very good perimeter defender throughout his career. And maybe that could be partially due to his ankle injuries. So um, let's hope he recovers as soon as possible. Let's hope instead of that six weeks to maybe seven weeks, you know, how it could sometimes extend. Let's hope it's four weeks, maybe three and a half weeks. Let's hope he progresses really, really quickly. So I'm a big fan of Kispert. I think he has a lot of potential in this league um, to do really great things with us. I say us meaning the Wizards. I think he has a lot of great potential to do things with the Wizards, but I think this ankle injury could hurt his perimeter defense and his development there but I think overall as a player he will still be fine there is uh other players I do need to talk about besides Corey Kispert and one of them is Rui Hachimura and Rui Hachimura has an extension possibility now the Wizards are going to have to decide what they got to do because they've just signed Bradley Beal to one of the biggest contracts the second biggest contract to be exact in the history of basketball and then when you look at Kristaps Porzingis max contract um there's a lot of money tied up right now. And the Wizards have found themselves to be in not a great cap position at all right now. And, you know, they've been trying to free up cap, but eventually they're not freeing up enough cap to make a big free agent move or to have, you know, fluctuating trades and stuff. They're really, like, behind the cap space, if you want to call it that. Because between the John Wall contract, the Russell Westbrook contract, and the Ian Mahimi contract, and the Martian Gortat contract, and the Davis Bertans contract, they found themselves really behind. And that's why I wasn't a big fan of paying Beal the absolute Supermax and trying to go for the low ball instead. And then if you would say no, go for the Supermax. But um, they didn't. 
right? So they got to decide if they really wanted to keep Rui and if you if they really wanted to be a part of the future. Because Kyle Kuzma is also extension eligible, um, as he only has two years off this deal. That could that could be another thing the Wizards have to discuss. Are they going to extend Kyle Kuzma, who outside of Beal last year was the team's leading scorer? So you know how uh, you know what are they going to do there? Rui Hachimura coming off of a year averaged the least points per game of his career, but that was uh, because he was partially injured. He only played forty two games last year, but only averaged twenty two and a half minutes per game as he. We're still trying to lead him up uh, from that injury. But in previous years, 31 and a half minutes per game, 30 minutes per game. If the, how you really want to look at it is per 36, where he averaged 18 points per game compared to 16 and 15 um, that he did in his previous two seasons. Shooting the ball-wise, he was very more efficient. In his first two years, a very below-average three-point shooter. Last season really took a step in three-point shooting, and that was his big thing. Shooting near 45% from three-point range, 49% for the field. Free throw shooting still ain't amazing, but... I think when you look at a guy like Hachimura, he's more of like that mid-range, spot-up, pull-up kind of guy. Defense isn't really um, much of a thing. I don't think he's a liability on the defensive side of the ball by any means, but I don't think he's uh, an impactful player on there at all. Um, but he he is going to have to have a breakout year here if he does want to get an extension from Washington because he's not going to sign a low-ball extension. There's going to be a team that's going to want to take a shot at him and pay him more money than the Wizards would be willing to if he doesn't break out this year. This is a really big year for him if he really wants to get you know, a, a, a decent contract. Sorry about that uh, video is playing. But, you know, if he really wants to get a, a really big contract, he is going to have to, you know, break out this year. And I think that is, you know, the major thing. And so do, well, do I think he will? Now, it all depends. Because when you look at this Wizards team, you have Bradley Beal, who's obviously the number one scoring option average, 30 points per game, two of the past three seasons. You have a guy like Christoph Porzingis who could definitely score the ball when healthy. Um, you know, when able to move his body around. I think Kyle Kuzma has potential to easily be a 20-point-per-game scorer this year. Um, I think you, you know, you have Johnny Davis, who could obviously break out. Will Barton's a decent scorer. So how much opportunity is he going to get, I think, is another key component to this. Um, I don't think he's going to do much more. I think he'll shoot the ball probably 42%. Now he's going to have to play a whole season. I think he will shoot it, though, really well. I think he's going to be a really good three-point shooter. I think his defense isn't really going to change much. I think he'll average maybe like 14, 15 a game this year. About forty-two percent three-point shooting. I mean, I'm not going to spoil everything, but I don't. I just don't think Hachimura isn't what we expect him to be defensively, and because of that, it's going to be harder for him to get a major contract. But then also at the same time, I feel like he hasn't shown anything to be a true like breakout kind of guy. Like Keldon Johnson was someone you could have predicted to break out because he had shown promising. You know, he was athletic. You know, could score the ball at will. I don't think Hachimura has shown many signs of saying. He's going to have a big breakout year this year, right? I just don't think he has done that yet. And I do think that could possibly, you know, be an issue. So um, I don't think he's going to do much. I don't think he's, I think he's definitely going to play better this year, have a career year. But I don't think it's going to be a breakout year where the Wizards will definitely have to pay him an extension. Um, I think his worthy extension, you know, I think he'd want to sign him to a three-year deal. I don't think he'd want to lock Hachimura up after this year for more than three years. I just don't think it would be right. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on a contract for him. I don't think he's going to have a big breakout year, but I do also think he's going to have a career year. I've always been high on Hachimura, and I always will. I'm never going to sit here and be down about Rui Hachimura. But I don't think he's ever shown us that he 
is going to be that really large breakout player that we sometimes see from second, third year guy. Now he's going into his fourth year. Like, it's time. Like, we keep saying, okay, he's got time, he's got time, he's got time, he's developing, he's developing, developing. That's what we're saying about Corey Kispert, Denny Avdia. Now he's going into his fourth year. That time is ticking. The clock is ticking, and he's honestly got to show this year um, that, that you know, he can play ball at a high level for if he does want to get that big contract extension. Last but not least, the Wizraeli, as Justin uh, Kutcher would like to say, you know, we're a big fan of him around here, Danny Avdia. And Danny Avdia, I'm one of the biggest – Denny Avdia believers, you know. I've always been high on Denny Avdia. But it's going to come down to a few components. right? Number one, his defense needs to be the way it was at the beginning of the season last year. Um, the great Kenny Beecham, the king of the fourth quarter, was mentioning how Denny Avdia, the reason why the Wizards beat the Pelicans in the beginning of the year last year, was because of Denny Avdia's defense on Brandon Ingram. And that's just an example. Avdia down the stretch got himself into foul trouble. That is an issue. Um, especially in that Bulls game on uh, January 1st. I'll, I'll always remember that game, Avdia. Oh, my God. I, I'm not going to talk about that game. That was that was, that was was a tough one. But, um, but you know, when you look at a guy like Denny Avdia, yes, he's gotten himself into foul trouble, but I think he's a good perimeter defender. As the season went on, he started to get, like, worse and worse. But at the beginning of the year, peak of peak last year, like, Denny Avdia was playing really good defense. And I think he could be a guy that I think he has shown Potential. You know, I was talking about Hachimura hasn't shown like that great potential to have a great breakout year. I think Denny Avdia has shown that potential on the defensive side of the ball to possibly be a sleeper defensive team candidate this year, right? Uh, of course, the jury's going to have to put up like steals numbers and stuff, but I don't know if we'll do that. But I think he's going to be a really good perimeter defender, and I do think that will be important. But a second component, if he ends up wanting to getting a bigger contract, is he's got to develop his three point shot. It reminds me a lot of like Rui Hachimura going into his third year. It was okay you got to develop your three-point shot. If Avdia could develop his three-point shot, I actually think he could be a long-time veteran in this league. I think Denny Avdia could be a winner in this league, where you'll be a winning team, kind of like a Contavious Cuddle or Will Barton guy say, okay, I want that kind of 3-and-D guy on my team year after year. And he'll kind of be that guy. He may not find a consistent role with the team, but I think a lot of teams will want him because he is someone that I think could be a 3-and-D guy. But he has to develop his three-point shot. It doesn't have to be all this year. It just has to be a little bit. Like, develop it up, I don't know, you're at, what, 31.5% right now? Develop it up to 36%, 30, 35.5%, 36%. And if he does that, then he's showing potential to get better. And then going into his fourth year, you're going to have a good perimeter defender and a decent shooter who's only going to be in his third year, right? is not that old. You know, he's only age 21. He's going to be age 22 this time next year. Like, if he could really be that kind of guy, he could be someone that could be in this league for a very long time. And the Wizards will want to keep their money with Hachimura and end up spending it on Avdia in future years, right? Maybe free up some cap space for him. I think Denny Avdia has massive potential, and I think he is going to break out this year. I think he's going to be a double-digit point-per-game scorer, an all-defensive type defender. I think he's going to shoot around 36% from three. I think Denny Avdia is going to break out this year. And if he can do those key components, play well on the defensive side of the ball, and shoot the ball well, the sky is the limit for the Wizards, really. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Did subscribe, follow, share, review. I do want to let you know, my great friend, Arav Kapoor, has started a podcast, The Geopolitical. 
histories here. Um, you know, he's so great at podcasting. He knows so much about the topic. If you want to learn anything, you know, about history right now, he's doing World War One. Soon he's going to be doing World War Two. If you really want to learn a lot more about history and, you know, po- po- politics and geography, go to that podcast. I'll leave the link in the description, The Geopolitical. Check him out. Great podcaster. I can't wait to see you guys over there. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, view. And of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace.